and uh, welcome back. Pass salt. 43. Trying out a new mic today. A couple new mics. Yeah, well, the new, yeah, well new mic setup. The new mic setup for sure. And it's and actually there'll be another new new one when I get an arm and a or an arm holder for this one cuz I have to I have to go radio uh, radio style. We're getting more professional here. Yeah, soon I I would like to get us with more guests and video relatively soon, but video is going to be a, a hassle. Yeah, we'll be making moves on getting our one-footed guest hopefully. If anybody remembers from last yeah. podcast our our friend who uh or my friend who uh, is an anesthesiologist who uh, happens to only have one foot due to a train accident. Yeah, interesting guy. I hope, I mean, I hope to meet him. I hope that he's, uh, I'm sure he'll live up to the to the hype. Does he um, have any good, like, one-legged jokes? <laughs> Does he, like... <laughs> Not really. Here's the thing is that you can barely even tell with him because he knows to wear, like, certain shoes oh, okay. where it's, like, hard to tell. And he has this... He said, like, instead of adopting... Like, the limp that is – like, you can't just walk normal. Like, that's not even an option. So, instead of just limping, he made it into this, like, like swag walk. Like, it's it looks very on purpose. It doesn't look like he's limping. But he's for sure – once you know that he's off balance, it makes sense. I guess uh, whatever helps. He's just pimping that shit most of the time. He's just dipping that right hip. Whatever, whatever helps. I'm excited. I hope we get him on. Um, I had a fan reach out to me today. Shout out. Did a fan Andrew. reach out to you? Yes, a new fan. <laughs> Andrew, shout out. I had a class with him. Acting. One. <laughs> do, you, do you fancy yourself an actor, Maxwell? Uh, I would fancy myself someone who can, who can pretend. I can pretend. <laughs> I'm not pursuing acting. I, I took it for the uh, oral communication credit. I was going to say, what, what was your friends. goal? I mean, my goal was to explore that side of 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 humanity hmm. but i didn't like the teacher very much i thought what was your most useless class you took was it that or was it? Yeah? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> good to know i mean like no actually well the one class that i took they make you take in freshman year it's like a uh like imagine those icebreakers that yes those icebreakers that make you do but For imagine if that, yeah, <laughs> if that was if that was a whole class that's what they made you do it's like a little like get to know your classmates thing and mine was ethnic food and fun which <laughs> the description was alluring where it was like we're gonna eat every week we're gonna have ethnic food great free word. meal free meal word and uh we're gonna and then get all the other stuff out of the way as well like because every single one had the same like this is how you make a schedule like tips that they slipped in there great wonderful i'm on board however the promise was not fulfilled. Every week we did certainly did not have a different ethnic food. Really? We ate maybe out of We had quesadillas so every fucking Thursday. That <laughs> class met one once a week for what's a semester? Uh, 14 weeks. And we probably ate four, maybe three times. One of them was worth it though because it was the West we went to the West Side Bazaar in Buffalo and if you're a local person listening to this, um, when they reopen, if they're not open right now, during covid for sure worth checking out it's just like a place where immigrants who have immigrated to buffalo from other countries can house their business um in their facility until they make enough money to start their own business so there's really authentic food there thai puerto rican chinese japanese like um ethiopian food 
um, super good because it's super authentic and uh, very fairly priced. It's like a cafe. You walk in there, you walk around, you grab something. So that was worth it, but every other week wasn't. She was talking up this big, like, oh, I'll bring you to my house. I'll cook you this huge Italian dinner when we do Italy. Okay, great. Never happened. Ever. Wow. Especially it was a scam of a class. Well, college is a scam, but yes. You hear a bunch of Canisius College teachers got fired recently. Did we talk about that last episode? Yes, bro. They protested. Yeah, I've heard. They protested. <laughs> Ironically, there's all these protests. One of our former roommates, Kayleen, has said that three of the teachers fired were like people she... Um, I don't want to misquote her. She had it on Twitter. It was like motherfuckers that talk shit. Like said that... Uh, I don't know. She wasn't going somewhere, essentially. I don't want to misquote. But essentially, it was... Her worst teach, her worst experiences at Canisius College, like all three of those people got fired. So maybe not all, well, bad, you know, could he, be worse. Uh, the president, so you know, all these colleges lost money for COVID. Private colleges hit hard, even though they get the Care Act. Basically, what the president did was send this fucking, like he always sends these nine to to twenty paragraph essays. One sec. As Max takes a monster swig from a bottle larger than his head. <sighs> It's a gallon refillable do you, bottle. Do you bring that around everywhere? No, like, is I, that this is my room room bottle. So I fill it at work, and it sits in my room, and I pour it into a cup whenever I need some water during these hot summer nights. Right. So Regardless, um, Nine to 20-page email? Right. And basically, the gist of it was, because I only skimmed the first two sentences of each paragraph. And the gist of it is, we don't have enough money, so we're going to cut. We're gonna have to lay people off. We, we reduced these degrees because... Uh, um, statistically speaking, those degrees have had less and less people choose them over the years, like English, history, things like that. And then blah, blah, blah. We still stand behind the arts, blah, blah, blah. But we have to downsize the entire staff. We fired 70 people. 70? Like, yeah. Jeez. And How many uh, people do they even employ in the first place? Only probably like 250? Minus kitchen staff, which is done by a company called Chartwells. Not that many. Yeah. That had to be like a quarter of their staff. Yeah. Something, something crazy. They probably invited them to reapply, like, in 2022 when, hopefully, cross your fingers, this is over. But uh, then they protested outside Canisius. For some reason, I think – I don't know if it has anything to do with the protest. There's, like, this stretch of concrete outside – like, right outside Canisius that isn't done. Like, it's – you have to slow your car down because the bump's big enough to go down onto just what's under the pavement and then slow down again to get over that bump. Literally right in front of Canisius. It's been like that for – two weeks just cones there no one's working on it for buffalo that's a pretty short amount of time i feel like in buffalo once something takes months then it's better yeah but but not like a stretch of road like that yeah i have buddies from from out of town who tell me that like though if there's a new buildings going up that the town's paying for oh or that's gonna take street, forever street, no they're saying that where they're from it's like a day like an overnight process and it's fixed like over like here it's you know weeks and weeks of Guys getting city. paid to sit around and have long lunches, right? And, like everywhere through the burbs and all that. Like just our our system for um, getting everything up to code and getting zoning permits and all that. Yeah. Everything just takes so long to do literally anything. The people next door are trying to open a restaurant in my uh, building where I have my barbershop where we currently are. Good luck. And they can't get permits to have a grill or a fryer. They're gonna have to have like an air fryer plug it in an air fryer and str- like little like hot top things you know what i'm talking about like the why what's they don't want because the building they're, well they're going through the process it's just taking a while it's it's going to be to the point where they'll have to open up before they have all the equipment necessary to open up 
so they're just gonna have like a really limited menu first first. time yelpers that go there oh they're i feel bad for these people next door never gonna hear this so i'm just gonna say it they're screwed man they're they've never owned a business before they're like a couple in their like 60s Uh uh-oh they they were both um social workers before this which means they probably have like good hearts but like what 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 um what kind of food is it gonna be they're describing it as a deli sandwich shop type oh huge bro right they can I like make that. grab and go. I, they can make them at their kitchen and bring them and still sell them, bro. That'd probably be the better move, to be honest. To have a full kitchen and then bring them over every morning, or like bring them, o- like make them the day before and bring them over because until they get the equipment. Because yeah. honestly, bro, gonna be people. If people shit on you the first like out the gates. Like it's even over. moderate reviews are fine, but if people shit on you out the gates, yeah, bro. I don't think they'll even have the advertisement scheme to get people to review them out of the i don't think they'll I mean, be I'll any still buy from them if i mean look bro well just being right here up. yeah if we're right next door we gotta support yeah but, uh, and they also told they told us like if you guys want anything on the menu if you got any ideas for what we should have i was like I just, just make sure you got breakfast I'll sandwiches. A partner how much do they want investment <laughs> 800 bucks i don't know but i feel like as long as they have a good breakfast sandwich a good selection of salads for lunch and like bowls if they bowls salads and breakfast sandwiches and paninis they're in so hot hot sandwiches for john are a must but here's what i would say your breakfast sandwich can make or break you oh yeah because i make breakfast sandwich a lot i make a i have a breakfast sandwich maker it's it i bought it um in the box with instructions gently used probably probably used once or twice from like a thrift store and you just plug it in, um, two prong, not three, so you know it's not gonna kill your, it's not gonna blow the fuse. Um, breakfast sandwich maker that could make or break a place because people want that quick grab and go. Like I know it's gonna be this quality every single time. That's why like sandwich shops like Marco's Deli in Buffalo does well because you pretty much know exactly what you're gonna get. I feel like it's a very northeast thing, sandwich shops. Well. Jewish delicatessens started in yeah. New York. That's what I kind of want them to do, but I don't think it'll be like that. I think it'll be oh, more. Oh, is that your ideal? <laughs> oh, I'd love that. Oh, my God. If we had, like, an old school deli next door, which is, you just walk over and grab a thing and like, put like, Just. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd love right, that. First of all. I knew you'd love me not saying the O all, at the end. First of all, before we clip the fuck out of our mics. Um, first of all. First of all, John Soprano. <laughs> let's not call it Prejute. Casually. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go over and grab a thing of pursuit. Get out of here, bro. Dude, that'd be great if we could have like a legit deli. Yeah, I agree. I went to Charlie the Butcher's the other day, and all I got was a roast beef sandwich. Just the sandwich. Yeah. Like $11.59. Like the fuck? Ridiculous like that. This is even a big sandwich. So they could make money on it because people are willing to pay that price point because I was. Well, they're kind of famous. It was a decent-sized sandwich. They do two for one on Sundays. Yeah, apparently there's been a uh, another business in this plaza in one of the spots that just looks closed, and it's been a, uh, a catering business. They don't put out any signage whatsoever, and they've been in business for months, and I had no idea. Uh, a lot of the food catering businesses advertise like online or in other outlets and what like why do they they're they're not a sit down place so what yeah. what do they care? nobody would ever come like, here to what do they what do they even care this one I don't even shop. see any like truck like it must just be. Like a one-person operation. Oh, for sure. Because there's no there's no trucks where they're delivering, and it has like a logo on it. I just see like a like a Chevy Equinox out back sometimes. But here's the thing: they got they must have gotten permits for kitchen equipment if they're making all this stuff there. 
I think the spot that they moved into was previously a food already place. outfitted with yeah. it. Yeah, because I remember I toured three of the five spots in this building, and one of them had hookups for for gas and all that. Oh, like stove. major, like a major gas. Yeah, like there there was a kettle corn place, so they had like oh. their their big huge. How do you survive? I guess the price went sky. Well, they didn't, so <laughs> they're not here anymore. Wow, they're gone. So. Yeah, I could have told them that from the rip. That's only something that could survive on Elmwood or at fairs. I don't even think it would survive on Elmwood unless their prices were. There was a popcorn place on Main Street. Winslow. I wonder how that. Oh wait, there doing. is a popcorn place in uh, right near my house in Kenmore. No, no, no. It's near Elmwood, but I would classify this place. It's farther down from where I live, so it's like West Side. It's West Side. It's called like popcorn crazy or something like that oh is it like 150 yards from your house yeah yeah i know i think i know what you're talking about and they're not open right now i was wishing they is were it near that like chocolate place yeah yeah um i want to check out your whole area that you live dude, in i feel like i've never been okay. down there here's what you need to do if you're gonna check out my place for Go for reference we're talking about the essex street pub area in, in west side of buffalo yeah if if you're in my area in the morning, like even not in the morning, anywhere before two PM, just go. I mean, it doesn't matter what time you go, but go to the go to Bread Hive, bro. I fucking love Bread Hive. I've Bread been there, Hive is I've been so there a good. Decent amount. Get a breakfast Yo, sandwich. I do that today? Get a breakfast sandwich from Bread Hive, bro. The the quality it's expensive, but mm-hmm. the quality is so on point. The sausage that they use. And the pretzel Chef's buns. Kiss. The pretzel buns the are pretzel killer. Pretzel buns. Remember when that was a huge trend? Everything was getting put on a pretzel bun. Yeah. Now we sell anything you buns can purchase. Too. Hmm. But uh, yeah, go to Bread Hive, bro. And then they oh. have the grab and go dips in the fridge. Grab the buffalo chicken wing one and just. I'm, li- I'm literally gonna look up how late they're open because I want to. And guess go to what? There. Guess what? The bar at the end of my street, the Essex Street Pub. They closed already. They're appetizers. They have Bread Hive pretzel appetizers. Oh. It's on the menu as a Bread Hive pretzel appetizer. You get it. You split it with somebody, $4 a piece. It's expensive, but the pretzels are quality, and you get two full things of dip. One of them's mustard, like an old-school stone ground mustard, and one of them, queso. Beautiful. That's fire. Because now, COVID, you have to order food if you're going to a bar. Yeah. So to elaborate on that, we're, we're going to get into Cuomo's idiotic comments on what does and does not constitute a meal but first me and, and every other man who works in this barbershop we have code for a few different things and one of them that i'll explain right now is for those big uh pretzels that you'll get at like a bar and it comes with cheese yeah, and fucking love mustard big we, we call that horse cock because they're the trend in buffalo like starting a couple of years ago was to have those big homemade ones yeah that just look like huge fucking horse cocks that was like twisted up into a pretzel and one night we were like drunk at pearl street like four years ago and someone called it horse cock and now randomly once a month somebody puts in the group chat you guys feeling some horse cock tonight and then we'll like make an, an event to go out to a, get a, a bar pretzel. that happens to have that yeah um there used to be this bar actually really close to your shop um like two minutes from here yeah well maybe five um called some German name. It actually might have been called Schnitzel. I'm not lying. But they had pretzels at Taste of Buffalo, and they were they were insane. They were hmm. so good. But I don't know if they're open anymore because I feel like that was their last push for business, and I think they got killed by this whole thing. Huh. Speaking of Cuomo's thing, that chicken wings are not a meal. I disagree with that. I, I agree that like if you were to walk into a place and order like chips and dip, like an artichoke dip and tortilla chips, I could argue – it's not a meal, 
for sure, because it's an appetizer. But right. wings are hefty. Or those, you know, how they'll have like nine French fries or grapes. Yeah, that's like those. Yeah. Those like joke menus. I get why that's not considered a meal. I just think the whole thought process from the beginning, where he, he was saying that you can't go to a bar unless you're getting food. Right. Even that. Like, weird. listen, those people that are willing to go out and socialize and like not really give a shit about COVID as much are going to do it regardless of whatever little fucking shit that he says. Yeah, whatever little stipulations you have to going out, they don't give a fuck. They'll get around. It doesn't matter. Like, it's they're going to go party at a friend's house if you close down all the bars. Yeah, that's true. It doesn't matter. I was at 40 Thieves for, for a friend Jack's birthday. I just met him there. And, like, a week ago they weren't doing this, but when we were there, it was – once you sit down, your your ass, your your cheeks hit wood or metal or whatever. Hour and a half. That's it. Then you're out of there. I think it was – it might have even been like an hour 20 or hour 15. Hmm. So, like, when me and Kay got there, we sat down, and she was like, just so you know, 20 minutes left on the table. And they had already ordered food, so we were like, well, if they're going to put it on that check, then they ordered food. We don't need to order if we're only going to be here for 20 minutes. Stay here for a drink. And we got a drink by the time, literally finished it, and we were like, it's time to leave. I was like, mm. So I guess they're just really trying to cut down on people being out like longer than around. they have to. I guess, but, like, how is that going to really prevent – like, if they're already going out and socializing, Regardless. Like, how much is that really going to prevent the spread? If anything, well, it helps the restaurants get more people in and out because they can't do business the way they normally would. So I correct. guess it could help them, but it's going to hurt tips. It doesn't matter what anybody says. Right now in our area, Western New York, often confused with upstate New York, the rate of COVID positive tests for the age groups of 20 to 29, our age group, is like 34, 35%, which is huge. That's like a huge uptick. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're telling me a third of people our age have COVID in that Buffalo? Are a third of people that are getting tested. Here's the thing. I don't buy none of that shit anymore, man. No, there's I believe so many because, people bro, that are getting – there's so many false positives. I call bullshit on any numbers that are, oh, this person tested positive for COVID. Uh, unless they're showing symptoms, I'm not buying nothing because there are people who are going to testing facilities, signing up, waiting for hours, not getting tested, and having to leave to go to work, and then getting something in the mail saying they tested positive when they never had a swab Here's of their the fucking thing. nose. Here's there's, the thing. That's happening thousands of different ways across the country right All now. All right. Let's just talk about let's just talk about our area. Yeah. You can get a test within within an hour. If you wait longer than thirty minutes, I'm shocked. I waited eight minutes the other day. Yeah. Okay. In Buffalo, sure. I'm just saying testing facilities so nationwide are Buffalo. lying. Erie County Department of Health is reporting the stats to the news. So it's really only their testing site and any other testing site that's using the government test swabs, not from corporations like Well Now, which is where I went, and other places. So you're really only getting a small percentage of people because it's only the ones that are testing. Um, someone I know recently had mild symptoms, but they thought it was their allergy, so they didn't go get tested. turns out they had COVID. So people really aren't getting tested until they have to. But, yes, it makes sense that 20 to 29-year-olds are the ones with a higher rate right now because guess what? All the bars open. Guess who's spending their weekdays at bars? Not 40, 50-year-olds. They're napping. It's the 20 to 29-year-olds. I'm not saying, you know, you got to be too worried, but, you know, if I go out to a bar right now and I see, like, a table sharing a cigarette, I'm like, come on. What are you Sharing doing? a cigarette? Yeah. Who the fuck shares a cigarette? Bro, went to Dell's. This is uh, this is now <laughs> That's probably a close thing. to a month ago, but there was people who shared a table, 
And they were rotating a cigarette around the table. I'm like, bro, pandemic. That's ridiculous. Bro, co, pandemic. That makes me feel like there was only one cigarette smoker at the table and everybody else was you're like, dumb. yeah, I'll rip that cig. You're dumb. I don't care if you need a dart. You're dumb. But, uh, yeah, honestly, what do you want to do? You're pooped. Do you want to go on a tries and saltiest? I can tell. Yeah, do yours. Um, all right. Those will make this episode short. So why don't I? Why don't we start with the? I think the harder one to come up with will be saltiest. But I think that saltiest fans of Regis Regis Philbin. Regis Philbin did pass away. Rip. Rest in peace. Um, did anybody ever have bad things to say about him? I don't know. He was a strict, like, he was purely an entertainer for his entire life. Yeah. Every time a camera was in front of him or on him, he was trying to entertain, for sure. We remember the coffee table book about coffee tables. We remember him dressing up as Shrek. I feel like I didn't get enough Regis while Regis was at its prime. <laughs> We're not really the, in the right the clip. Yeah, we are. The clip that uh, he was, he, on, uh, what's that show called? Who wants to be a millionaire? That one guy who was like, I'm just calling because I'm about to win. All right. <laughs> All right, bro. Chill out. The cockiest motherfucker on planet Earth. With his fucking Microsoft Word looking ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, rest in peace, Regis. I guess we're, we're salty. He did. He looked like if, if, if you dragged him and dropped him into your desktop, he would turn into the Microsoft Word icon. Fucking sweater vest. <laughs> Glasses not Regis, the guy, the guy who, won, who wants to be a millionaire. Yeah, that guy. The guy. Hey, yeah. <laughs> that cocky shit. And he waited until there were like six seconds or seven seconds to try to like draw the suspense out. Like he probably <laughs> timed it in his head. Hey, dad, just call and then I'm going to win this money. First of all, you win money? Never tell your family. Never. <laughs> Don't tell anybody, bro. Don't tell That's the problem with all those shows is that you're automatically nationwide known as being somebody who now has money. You're also not um, getting the full million. He's getting taxed on it. Like a motherfucker. Yeah. If he gets in lump sum, because they'll probably offer him payments. It's probably smarter to do payments. No. I would take lump sum any day of the week. You don't know what's going to happen next week. Lump sum. Absolutely. <laughs> lump sum, go to Vegas. Put it on red. <laughs> Swear to you, bro. You take payments, you're getting what? $10,000 every two months for, the re- for like three years or whatever the hell they do. It's like, dude, take the lump sum. Get the tax out out of the way for that year. Get it done. Get the lump sum. Go buy yourself, you know, a Ford Bronco. Ford fucking Bronco. Buy two. Buy three. Two for different. Two for one for the southwest. One for the northeast. One for 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 just your daily. Be done. What's your salt? You got anybody salty in your life? Besides, besides you and, and your well, barber friends. My tries friends. is going to be All right, let's stick to the try. I think everybody should try to drive some Have you manual. been driving uh, Josh's car? Not Josh's. Uh, my brother's Jeep. Oh, okay. Um, it's just fun. It's just more enjoyable. It, makes you, it forces you to learn more about vehicles and how they work. So that's interesting. Um, Short try today. Also, okay, so salty. Saltiest. With salty. I mean, Kanye, but we're not, not talking about him. <laughs> I, did, I caught that live. I was texting you like, yo, look at Kanye's bro, Twitter right now. Bro, I don't. People were really going hard for the, like, uh, we have to be sensitive to him. And then the shoes dropped. Oh. Yeah. And then the album dropped, too. Shoes and Wait, an album. Is the album out yet, or is that next week? Uh, The album artwork dropped. I don't know if the actual. And no, I don't like, right. yeah, I don't like right. that artwork. I'm going to say that off the bat. It looks lazy. It does look lazy, but, yeah. Taylor Swift dropped. I'm salty about that. 
I've heard a lot of positives. I haven't listened I'm to sure it, it's but good. I heard it's I'm great. I'm sure it's good. I'm sure it's good. I'm sure I'm just being grumpy. But every time I see <laughs> my friend Owen tweet about something, I'm just like, I'm not going to even engage with that for months. And he tweeted about that album. Not going to engage with it. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do it. Owen Meta Shannon. I hope you're, I hope you're, <laughs> I hope you're listening to this, Owen. Owen Shannon. With quotes around it. What's your tries? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You said stick shift. What's my tries? Community tries. Segment where we recommend something. Breadhive. Breadhive. For sure, if you're in the Buffalo area, Breadhive. Also, um, try ginger. I put some ginger, ginger. in my <laughs> <laughs> put some ginger in my smoothies recently. Changed my life. You don't need a lot. You buy one root of ginger. You need shavings of it. Ginger root smells so good. If you're That's in a grocery ginger store, root. just just walk by the little produce section. Just, just grab it. Take a sniff. Be like, mm, my peel day's it, better. Peel now. it in your house. Smell it. Put it in a smoothie. Be good. I know you're all fruit people. All right. This has been Pass the Salt. This was the back shelf episode. And 